In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday of the fourth week in the ordinary time of the church this year. Today being the 31st day, the last day of January 2022. Together let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Weep for Your Sins. Weep for Your Sins. The first reading today is taken from the second book of Samuel, chapter 15, from verse 13 to verse 14, and then verse 30, and chapter 16, from verse 5 to verse 13. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark, chapter 5, from verse 1 to verse 20. The children of God, today in the first reading, we see the account of David, who having committed the atrocities he committed, and after the curse God placed upon him through the prophet Nathan, he is today faced with a great affliction. His son Absalom has risen against him and sought to kill him, and David would have to run to escape the wrath of the young man Absalom. And he ran, leaving the land and leaving the throne, weeping, weeping and covering his head. And even when his men wanted to fight in defense of him, he prevented them, making them understand that if God has taken the throne from him, he has nothing he could do but to cry to God for mercy. He wept. He wept like a baby as they left the city of David, the citadel of the of the stool of authority. And by so doing, David literally went into exile on his own volition because he saw that there is need for him to seek the mercy of God. And even when he was on his way and Shimei rose against him, a man from the tribe of Saul, and was throwing stones at him and raining down curses upon him, they Soldier, one of the soldiers from the company of David by name Abishai tried to fight back and even told David, give me permission to cut off the head of this dead dog, referring to Shimei as a dead dog. But David would not let him, recognizing the fact that if God has given him that mandate to rain curses upon him and to throw stone upon him, then so be it. But David says something that is of great import to me, and I would want you also to consider that as a serious point on reflection. And what was that? David make it clear that the Lord will look, he said, it may be. In fact, this is what he said from the very beginning, telling uh, Abishai to stop any attempt to hurt down this young man, Shimei, who was throwing stone at him. He said, let him alone and let him curse. 
for the Lord has hidden him. It may be that the Lord will look upon my affliction and that the Lord will repay me with good for this question of me today. David saw this as a means, as an opportunity to do penance for his sins. This is a big lesson for us today, especially leaders around the world, and particularly leaders in Africa. Where leadership is understood as a means to vanquish every form of opposition, every opponent, and every antagonism. Every criticism, whether constructive or destructive, should be silenced by all means. And anyone who does not accept your view as a leader, you should be able to use all the machineries available to you, both governmental and non-governmental, to eliminate and to silence every form of opposition and all opponents. Dear children of God, Jesus is teaching us, the word of God is teaching us through this scripture today to learn not to fight always because all battles, all fights that are staged against us are not meant to be fought by us but by God. Again, it teaches us humility to acknowledge our sins and our faults and not blaming our failures on other people, not blaming our challenges on other people. Yes, that you should be able to live as a true child of God, irrespective of how the world treats you, irrespective of the circumstances of your life. Dear children of God, the life, the step David took today is a big lesson to all of us. Why would I become evil unto others because of the evil I've suffered from others? Why would I become arrogant in my in my failure as one of the priests described the present day government in Nigeria being arrogant in his failure? You have failed and you continue to blame people and you continue to blame opponents, you continue to blame youths, you continue to blame ministers, you continue to blame citizens for your irresponsibility. As a father of the house, you blame people, you blame your employers, you blame where you work, you blame your subordinates for your own faults, for your own irresponsibility. You blame your spouse, you blame your children for your negligence. Wives blame their problems, blame their, blame their faults, blame their evils on others, on their spouses, on their bosses, and what have you. Why would religious leaders blame their flock for their failures and for their negligence, for their irresponsibilities when they failed in their calling as religious leaders? Why would we continue to, to play the game of blame? Why can't we admit our faults and submit ourselves to God's way? Dear children of God, until you recognize your faults and weep over them and repent of them, you continue to wallow in sin and continue to live in evil. And because you live in evil and in sin, cause wrath and um, uh, the predicaments that are consequences to your sin will continue to prevail over you. This is what has kept the human society where it is today. Young people going into ritual, killing people, destroying lives, students no longer studying their books, but getting themselves into all kinds of vices, into all kinds of evil, just to make quick money. People going into all kinds of things just because they want pleasure, because they want fame, because they want comfort. 
Leaders doing everything and as parents, those who struggle to get into leadership position, doing all kinds of evil, destroying lives and property, just to get into the positions they want to be. Dear children of God, we must learn to do things right. Because as long as we continue in the wrong path, wrong things will continue to happen, not just to us, but all around us and in our society. And Jesus understood this perfectly well. And that is why today, this young man, the demoniac, ran to him, this same man whom has never been able to be overpowered, nobody has been able to hold down, no chain, no shackle has been able to put him under control, runs to Jesus today to seek for help. And he was indeed freed from the demons in him. And I tell you, dear child of God, if we are truly remorseful, God will not hesitate to save us. He doesn't mind any price he has to pay to save us. Today, Jesus has to destroy over 2,000, you know, pigs in order to save just one individual. God has to let his own son die on the cross of Calvary in order to save you and I. He has already paid the price. He paid a price he did not owe. I already that I could not pay. I needed someone to take my sins away. And I can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Lord Jesus paid a price that I could never pay. Yes, he has paid a price. But are we applying ourselves to his mercy? Look at the prodigal son. The moment he came to his senses and went back to his father, even before he made his confessions that he already realized, the father forgave his sins and received him and restored him to the fullness of his dignity as his son in the house. Dear children of God, let us weep for our sins. Let us repent of our sins. Let us be remorseful for our sins. Let us go back to God crying for mercy. Let us put ourselves on exile before God will exile us. Let us tell God that we need his help. We need him to save us from the demons that are in us, that are tormenting us. Instead of blaming our problems on people, let us begin to seek how we have been contributing factors to the problems we suffer today in our family families, in our homes, in our marriages, in our societies, in our academics, in our places of work, and work to ratify them and become better people. And God himself, who has promised never to spare anything in this quest to save us, will come to our aid and save us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Dear children of God, today, as we want to begin tomorrow, the, of course, our usual nine-day beginning of the month, intensive prayers and novena, please pray with the book of Esther, chapter 4 and chapter 5, and the book of Psalm, chapter 12. From the first day of February to the ninth day of February, presenting all your intentions to God, and let us wait on God as He attends to all of them. And if you will wish to kindly send in your prayer request for this beginning of the month, intensive prayer and novena, and I will carry them unto God at the sacrifice of the Holy Mass through my midnight prayers and masses, and God will definitely answer our prayers. If we shall truly repent of our sins, cry unto him for mercy. May God bless you. May he forgive your sins. May he hear your cry today and come to your aid. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.